We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. What is going on, Rotogriders? Dean here. It's Dean 7904 if you want to get all technical. I mean, it's 5.30 on the dot on the East Coast, 2.30 the West Coast, 4.30 Tennessee time, which, of course, that means it's time for the flagship show here at Rotogriders. It's called Grinders Live. Eight games, despite the fact it's eight games, we're going full three-man booth, batting first, leading off. Stevie, Stevie TPFL, you might know him from such things as NASCAR and the morning grind. What's going on, Stevie? Listen, Dean. I know I I haven't hit leadoff in a long time. Um, <laughs> I, I am I'm fat and old now, man. I I, I don't run like I used to, but uh, it's going good. This slate's interesting. Like, you know, I really haven't changed much of what like I talked about on, on the podcast today. Uh, this slate really hasn't changed for me a lot. First of all, doesn't matter how fat and old you are. If you bang it over the fence, you can go as slow as you want. Well, I don't right. know because the the, the, the the old men of the game might say you're going too slow. You got to speed it up. You can't just watch it and trot and the whole thing. Goes up. Unwritten rules are, are the way of the future, apparently. That's a hot button topic these days. But uh, yeah, by interesting slate, you mean terrible? It's a terrible slate. Let's be honest. This is a gross slate. I like this slate, but I was the one that like stack, game stacked Atlanta, Washington yesterday. So don't listen oh. to me. Hey, you know what? Shout out to Kevin Roth. Kevin Roth, you know, chief meteorologist here at Rotor Runners. I mean, I don't want to say chief by default, but he's the only meteorologist. But that's all. We only need him. We don't need anybody else. He's the guy. <laughs> he, he is the man. He'll, he'll be on a crunch time later on today. I believe it's uh, it's Cardi, Tuttle, and Roth. If there's any weather issues out there, he'll be all over it. But yesterday, watching the show, uh, like he didn't just flat out say, you can't play it. But he sounded very pessimistic and so pessimistic that I got all my Washington guys out. Got all my Atlanta guys out. As much as I love that game, it hurt. But then uh, I took the victory lap, the fist pump when uh, – I saw that game was canceled, and it was a good day for baseball yesterday. It was good either way, but it would it would have been a little bit worse probably if that game played. But uh, yeah, uh, things worked out well for me. Hey, I'm burying the lead. It's the debut on Grinders Live for one Keith Eister. Eyes, Keith. We're not really sure what we're gonna call him. Keith. If you don't know who Keith is, by the way, if you guys aren't aware, he does some content at RG. Fairly new. Uh, he's only tenth in the heavyweight division according to the RG rankings. Out of nineteen thousand two hundred and forty people ranked for baseball, he's seventeenth. Uh, 40th in player of the year as well. If you check out the RG rankings, Keith eyes, what's going on, dude. Not a whole lot. Thanks for the intro. Flatter. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know you're not going to come out and say it, but I, I pulled up your order runners page. I'm like, let's see, uh, you know, how, how good, uh, how impressive this resume is. I'm like, well, wow. And you don't mess around. You're with the heavyweights. You're with the big boys. Uh, 
you know, no matter what the contest side size is, you're in. Yeah, that's <laughs> that seems to be the case. Uh, I think this is a gross slate. Hey, I'm playing. I'm for sure playing, and I actually kind of sort of feel good about my lineup. Uh, you know, we'll see before everything's. Uh, it, it always looks great before the games go down. Do you like this slate? And hey, what kind of player are you? Are you a tournament guy? Are you a cash guy? Are you somebody that plays 150 lineups? Do you play three lineups? Does it depend on the night? What are we doing tonight? Uh, so I generally play both cash and tournaments. Um, if I had to pick, I would say large fields is kind of my my specialty and and where I found some success here uh, over the last year or two. Um, yeah, so I don't make 150 generally on a baseball slate. I'm more in the 80 to 100 range. Fair enough. Uh, I see in the chat, what's up, YouTube chat? Uh, feel free to like and subscribe. I do appreciate that. And, hey, participate in the chat, too. Say hello. Uh, you know, when we're talking about certain uh, positions, feel free to throw out some names out there that you're interested in. Somebody's talking about uh, Trevor Williams has the COVID pass it on. By the way, somebody tested positive in the Marlins. It's not in the main slate, 6 o'clock game, but uh, I think it was a Met tested positive, so that's awful. Uh, for COVID, so that Marlins game was canceled. Uh, there was a mis- – somebody misreported or somebody misinterpreted a report earlier today Apparently, somebody in the front office for Pittsburgh is named something like Trevor Williams, like Teddy Williams or Tommy Williams, and he has COVID, and people thought it was Trevor Williams. Trevor Williams does not have COVID, to my understanding, unless something just happened in the last 20 minutes or so. Cheese wrote about this today in his article in the Musings. But, uh, yeah, it's somebody else with a similar name, and it was misreported. Even I think even Roto World was on it or RotoWire or a bunch of other, other sources, DK as well. But, uh, yeah, as far as I know, Stevie, were you aware of this happening, any of these shenanigans? Nope. I was watching CSGO. <laughs> How did that go for you? It's going well so far. We'll, we'll see. Like, I have uh, my captain plays in this last game, so uh, I'm going to try to pay attention to the baseball show. Are you watching the CSGO at like, a, a multi-screen experience? You're watching the chat. You're watching, like, the baseball lineups and <laughs> things like that, and you all set the game up. Is that what's going on over there? No, I should. I was looking up the, the team name from this hat because uh, you had asked me, um, so I was doing that. It's the beer – City Bung Hammers. Um, what kind of hammers? The Bung Hammers. Bung Hammers? Bung. B-U-N-G. Bung Hammers. Keith, West, we, are we aware West of the West Michigan uh, Whitecaps. <laughs> and we're, we, uh, we surmised, context clues, that it's a, uh, it's a Milwaukee affiliation. Is that, is, is that the presumption? Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, West Michigan Whitecaps. Okay. <laughs> well, the beer and the – yeah. All right. Uh, well, yeah, it's a sweet. You have a thing for minor league hats, right? Isn't that like a whole collection of them? Yeah, I have probably like forty or fifty of them. Um, I just buy ones that look cool. Like you know, uh, I was looking up and like I found like four or five more hats. My wife's gonna freaking hate me. So <laughs> she she gets like I have a hat rack in the um by like where we walk in the front door um that has like over hundred and forty hats in it, and like it drives her nuts. So. Wow, that's a that's a lot of hats. Um, yeah, just a few. You only have one head, to my knowledge. Sometimes, you know, like <laughs> it gets bigger. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, we're gonna move on from that one. Uh, eight games going on tonight. Oh, sharp side app, Stevie. Uh, we, we we pick a sharp side winner. If you get what uh, you go streaking, you get five or six in a row. You start getting some Vandal bucks out of that. Devin, our fabulous multitasking producer, he's gonna go ahead and drop a link in chat for you guys to check it out. The sharp side app and. Uh, I think we have it up on the screen. I don't know who your winner is. Who'd you lock in? It's got to be minus 140 or, be- or better. You can't go ahead and lock in the Dodgers. You don't get credit for that because everybody assumes the Dodgers are going to win. You got to be a little bit uh, a little bit more ambitious than that. Uh, who do you have as far as your winner in the Sharp set out tonight? Um, I take the over in the um, Red Sox-Orioles game. Uh, it's It was at 10, minus 106. Uh, my streak's at 6, so I'm going to try to pile on another 10 bucks over there on FanDuel um yeah like i feel like that game is probably my favorite game on the slate um you know we have some really really bad pitching good hitting weather um why not you know lock and load on that game keith what do you have for us who's your winner so i'm a little bit off the board today i've got the over in the angels uh giants game um i've got respect for gaussman um but the bullpen behind him isn't great and I'm really expecting the San Francisco offense to kind of carry the load here. Um, Suarez making his first start of the season, I believe. Uh, and this Giants offense has been pretty good. Uh, Yastrzemski against lefties has been killing it ever since he came up. And there's there's some other power in that lineup. So I, I, I like the over in that game. 
Not just that. You know, I should have picked San Fran straight up. I like San Fran straight up. I, yeah. I, I, I'll tell you, I'll get my winner in a second. I love the way Gaussman was pitching fabulous last time. You said you respect him too, and I respect him. We'll talk about him. I think he's an interesting, interesting SP too. He's really cheap on DK, but you don't really want to pick in the Angels lineup because it's pretty good. They don't strike out a ton outside like Joey, uh, Joe Adele, but uh, top prospect. Get excited. Uh, Joey Bart got the call up. He's a, We hate rostering catchers on DK. Joey Bart, batting sixth, uber prospect. 2.6K on DK. Is the secret out? Do people notice to play Joey Bart at 2.6K? I don't know, but uh, I don't really know how sharp people are, but I just saw the lineup drop, and uh, they're not throwing, they're not backloading him. He's like he's in front of Ruff and the, the, the great bats of Brandon Crawford and Mauricio Dobon. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm excited about Joey Bart. That's one thing you get excited about this slate tonight, is it not, Keith? Yeah, I love it. I'm going to have a ton of him. So. <laughs> Tons of power. Uh, that ballpark is playing differently this year, so, yeah, I'm, I'm all in on Joey Bart. Yeah, is that the other part of it? And you mentioned the, the bullpen for San Francisco, and I was looking at this a few days ago, and their bullpen had at least four, maybe five more home runs yielded as a collective, more than the second worst team in the league, which seems bad. That seems like a lot of home runs, whatever that number is. It was like 25 or 26. I can't recall what it was, but the bullpen's been terrible for San Francisco. Yeah, they and the Angels too, so. Yeah, uh, and like it's kind of sort of a bullpen game for Anaheim. That's what we're expecting. Uh, well, Los Angeles, Angels, I guess that's the whole full technical term there. If you want to get all technical here. All right, let's talk about the slate. Uh, Steve, you're going to talk pitchers in a second, but give me, give me the overview because yeah, Boston and Baltimore are kind of popping. You got the Dodgers on the roads. They're locked in for nine, not the straight ballpark, but who knows what they're going to get at Kikuchi uh, coming back. He also is coming back to the DL. I believe he had a neck, um, a strain in his neck. Um, yeah, so what what's jumping out for us? Because most of the slate is just kind of sort of meh. I like the pitchers more than I like the hitters. You can't roster six pitchers and no hitters. It doesn't work that way. DK will not accept it. Uh, Stevie, give me give me like the you know your screenshot as far as the slate. I just put three more hats in my cart. Um, I'm gonna blame blame it on <laughs> Dean. Um, listen, I feel like there's a lot of pitching options for a small slate. Um, I feel like there's a lot of different ways that you could be different on this slate. Like. Shane Bieber and, and Clayton Kershaw, Sonny Gray, like they're they're the clear cut top pitching options, but like there's there's not a lot of different ways to be different with offense. So like I feel like today is more of like play maybe an ownership type of game, um, and maybe take some shots on you know, like a Kevin Gaussman or um like one of these guys that are cheap, you know. Cleveland's been terrible, so like Trevor Williams. So like there's a lot of different ways you can be different on a slate where there's a lot of chalk and you know <laughs> it's not bad chalk that's what's crazy right like yeah. so um over overview for me is like i am playing Shane Bieber as much as i can and um i think Clayton Kershaw might be back so um he's much lower owned so i think he's interesting for tournaments does he have to be back against the Mariners but like his his velocity's up, you know, a yeah. couple miles an hour. His stuff looks great. Like he's attacking hitters. Like you know, this this might be like Clayton Kershaw, like bouncing back and maybe finally somewhat healthy. Like he's never going to be Clayton Kershaw from like four or five years ago, where like he's the best pitcher in baseball. He's not. He's not ever going to be that again. But I don't think he's Clayton Kershaw of twenty nineteen anymore. Yeah, what they're kind of sort of asking for a little bit. Well, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll dig into it. Hey, I forgot my pick, by the way, in the sharp side. And I, I have a streak of one. And, Stevie, why do I have a streak of one? It's because I always forget to hit the lock button. And Devin always busts me and says, like, I didn't realize. Like, for, for a while, my password wasn't linking up. And I couldn't get to the sharp side. So I was just, like, taking pictures. Like, this is the team I would play. But I finally figured it out. I know how to lock it up. Uh, I went ahead. This worked a couple days ago. We're doing it again on the run line. We had a couple days ago, we had Darvish in the run line, like minus 105 or something like that. Uh, Denilson Lamette is just going to shut down this terrible Texas team. Uh, interesting tournament play from, a, from a, uh, you know, a DFS perspective, even like an SP2, I, I think is certainly a consideration. He doesn't go very long, but he's going to rack up a bunch of Ks against his K-happy Texas side. Uh, just seen the lineup now. We'll dig into it in a second. But, yeah, I, I think – and I like the San Diego power bats over Kirk Gibson. Kirk Gibson, he's like old and he's not – he doesn't throw baseballs anymore. Kyle Gibson. Uh, yeah, so the Padres on the run line, part of the, the minus one and a half, I think it's basically a coin toss or like plus 105 or minus 105, but I like them to win the game tonight. Yeah, six to one or something like that. There you go. There's your final score. All right, uh, let's talk about Beebs, the Beaver. Uh, talk to me about eyes. Well, uh, how much are we locking in? 
Beaver on this eight-game slate where, at least in my estimation, the arms are more uh, enticing than the bats, and Beaver is clearly not even a conversation, the best arm. Uh, how much are you just pushing him in all your lineups? So I thought I was going to be really heavy on him. I was hoping that uh, Kershaw, Lamette, Sonny Gray would take some ownership. It looks like we've got him projected way up there at 41%. Uh, a little bit more of a decision now. Uh, but in, in researching the slate, his K rate's over 40% this year. I mean, he's just absolutely been dominant to start this year. Um, and then his opponent, the Pirates, didn't strike out hardly at all last year. They were around like a 19% K rate. Uh, but this year, it, it's up over 24%. So I, I think this is an elite matchup. Uh, the ownership is is not ideal. But, um, yeah, I think he's going to be probably in half my lineups. Yeah, I think he might be in all of mine, at least on DK and Fandle. My cash game picture, I think I can make it work. It's like you get like 2-8 per stick on Fandle. And I think it's still not that hard to get mostly what I want. Uh, Stevie, can you make an argument as far as not playing Beaver today? No. Um, not like, you know, like he's not like 12 six or anything like there. And like, there's so many cheap bats on FanDuel. It's like ridiculously easy to fit him in over there too. So, um, I, I, there's no argument for me. Like, honestly, he's the best pitcher on the slate. Pittsburgh ranks in the bottom and almost every set like stat against right-handed pitching this season. Like don't, it's just like, she says it all the time. Like, don't overthink this spot. And, like, that's what I'm doing with Bieber today. I'm not overthinking it. Like, I'm, I'm playing Bieber in a, in a ballpark upgrade against an offense that's been really bad this season against right-handed pitching. Yeah, so this season, 2020, 34.2 innings. He's got 54 strikeouts and six walks. <laughs> that's a, just absolutely ridiculous as far as the K-to-walk ratio. Uh, is giving up four homers and five runs. So the only runs he's given up is four solo homers, essentially. Maybe one guy was on the R one. Not really sure. Just for fun, uh, I, I pulled up the uh, the lineup HQ here. We have one extreme umpire today. You know who it is? It's the umpire. Umpiring going to call him balls and strikes for Beaver. Extreme pitchers umpire. So if you're thinking about baiting it, just a little more reason not to do it. Of course you can. You know, goofy things happen, but I think that arms are more predictive than bats. Uh, and I just, you know, his K rate this year, like you were saying, what, 41, 42, 43%. If you extended back the last year, Stevie, uh, the bigger K rate. Now, we take on the bigger sample size last year and this year, of course, all these guys are fluid and they're changing and all that. Uh, Denilson Lamette has a bigger K rate, uh, you know, just barely uh, than Bieber. The tricky part with him is if he has one of those innings where he labors and throws 27 pitches or something like that, they, they still baby him, kid gloves. He's going to throw 90 pitches, maybe 91, 92, no more than that probably. You're begging for the quality start on Fandle. But, again, that Texas lineup is, is giving you so many strikeouts. Um, as an SB2, is Lamette the guy that's popping for you? Because he's one of the guys popping for me. If you're asking me, I yeah. wasn't paying attention. It was it was lightning and thunder. My, my wife and kids are out on a walk. Are you, are, you, are you watching No, CSGO no. My kids are on? out. My kids and wife are out for a walk, and it's thundering and lightning. Um, I, I was sending my wife a screenshot of the weather. I like Lamette a lot. Um, I think Texas stinks. Like, if you can not give yeah. up home runs to Gallo and some of these guys, like, they're one of the worst teams in baseball this season. And, like, it's very underrated because, like, you look at their lineup and it's guys that we've targeted to hit, like, play for, for years now. Um, so I feel like people are just really, like, biased when it comes to picking pitchers against Texas. And, like, Lamette should dominate this team. So, it's really easy to play Lamette Bieber on DraftKings. Mm-hmm. I think Lamette is a cheaper option on FanDuel um, if you don't want to pay all the way up for Bieber. But, uh, yeah, I, I like Lamette a lot. I think his upside is um, really solid in this spot. Um, the only thing, like, that's kind of standing out is, like, Kevin Gaussman is currently sitting at a lot of ownership down towards the bottom. So, like, I am more inclined to, you know, pay up at two pitching spots um, because, you know, we got Jake the the GOAT Cronenworth at second base who's way underpriced. So, <laughs> like, I'm paying up a lot of pitcher tonight. I, I'm not going to be too different. Um, like, I would take a shot maybe on the Kikuchi if I was going to go down instead of, like, paying Chalk Gaussman who looked really good last time out. But, yeah, Lamette is really the guy that I'm looking at as, like, an SP2 on, like, my main builds right now. Yeah, I just took a quick look at the lineup HQ, Stevie, and I believe you're screen sharing as well. Uh, Bieber, and then obviously this is fluid, and the numbers are going to change. We're still like an hour and 20 minutes or so from first pitch. Uh, but Bieber at 41% on DK. 
Uh, Sonny Gray, we'll talk about in a second, 29%. Gaussman at 26, Lamette at 22. And I don't know. I think Lamette probably should be a little bit higher. Kershaw at, eight, at 16, we'll talk about in a second as well, too. We'll kind of expand on that. But all right, uh, Keith, your thoughts as far as Lamette? Uh, let's see. Against righties, he gets 36% strikeouts, almost 37% if you uh, round up that decimal point. 30, 30% of strikeout against lefties. We're seeing five righties in this lineup collectively as Texas lineup strikes out at 24.7%. What's beautiful is he doesn't go very deep. Uh, you know, maybe he'll go six innings or something like that. But the top, it's front-loaded, Keith. We've got front-loaded lineup with three dudes that strike out at least 28%. Santana, 28.4%. Odor batting third at 30%. Gallo, you know, he's obviously, uh, you know, scary in the box to some extent, but he misses a lot. I, I If I could face nine Joey Gallos, I'd love it. You know, I'll go three or four homers, solo jobs, I suppose, and then otherwise we'll strike out 14. Uh, Keith. Is Lamette somebody you're prioritizing as an SB2 or maybe on Fandle as like your top guy to get a different shuffle from Beaver? Uh, yeah, I love him as an SP2 on DraftKings. Um, I'll, I will definitely be over over the field in tournaments. Um, Steve, you touched on it. I'm going to be paying up at pitcher today. I, I like a couple of cheap offenses we'll get into later, but um, I'm all about the top guys at pitching. Uh, Kershaw has has looked phenomenal. He's in, a, in an outstanding matchup. Uh, so in, in cash, I think it's Bieber, and then it's either Kershaw or Lamette for me. Yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at as well. Uh, and I I like my bats, and I, basically it's going to cost you another bat, maybe a bat and a half or something like that. And their DK is giving you some cheapies out there. They, the difference from the, the floor to the ceiling is greater than it's ever been. Like we see 6K guys, but now we see guys, uh, is the dude for Arizona that's leading off like 2K or something like that on DK, is that still happening? I believe that's still happening. Uh, well, now we're just scrambling and look. Yeah, Tim Lacosta. I mean, you know, Tim Lacosta is not somebody you're excited about rostering, but he's 2.4K and he's leading off. And if he gets you everything else you want, sure, by all means, uh, you know, uh, have at it. If it costs you a bat or two, just lock in those, uh, you know, double barrel arms. It's pretty nice. Uh, expand on Kershaw, and how, like, the difference in Kershaw versus Lamette, um, because I'm kind of going back and forth. And I usually make two main lineups, and I'm probably going to split those two as far as my pitchers. I, I, nope, I don't want to take a stand, apparently, but. Uh, where are you at right now as far as your preference? Like, it sounds like you like both, obviously, Kershaw and Lamette. I do, yeah. Um, it's, the Seattle lineup is, is is really weak. There's Kyle Lewis is really the only one I, I'm truly fearing. Uh, Seager is okay against lefties, but Kershaw has dominated lefties in his career. I'm, I, I'm not concerned about that. Uh, some guy named ha- Sam Haggerty is leading off. Uh, this, this lineup doesn't scare me at all. Uh, it looks like they only strike out 20%, but uh, Kershaw has been in, in different form. Uh, Stevie touched on it. Like it, it looks like he's healthy now. The, the back has given him problems the last couple of years. Uh, his velocity is up. I really like what I've seen in his last two starts, and I, I think he's just going to dominate this Mariners lineup. Stevie, uh, I like Sonny Gray, but is today like not the day for Sonny Gray? Or, of course, if you're making like, 20 or 30 or 40 lineups, he's got to be in the conversation in your mix. Where do you prioritize Gray amongst the guys we've already talked about? He's a top three guy for me. Like it, it's it's Bieber, um, Gray, and Lamette. Like Kershaw. Like I'm fitting Kershaw in a couple lineups too. Um, like I only play three lineups, and like I'm almost all in on Bieber, mixed in with Kershaw, Gray, and Lamette. Um, I think you can make an argument for Gray over Lamette in cash games. Um, Sonny Gray is a guy that I love to pick on for a long time. And like, he's just finally taken that next step. Um, you know, last year we really saw him kind of come into his own and like the Cardinals lineup is trash. Um, I'm going to pull up plate IQ. Devin will pull it up for you guys um, here. But like we look at like this lineup for St. Louis for Sonny Gray and like, who are you afraid of? There, there's five, six guys with strikeout rates over 24%. Um, Colton Wong batting lead off. Like, you know, there's just, there's nothing to like beat you in this lineup anymore. Like the highest ISO on this team is Brad Miller. And like, that's not going to keep up the dude. He has 160 plate appearances. So like overall, like if you're looking at the Cardinals team, not only that, like they had a week off, like as they were getting going, I talked about like how much that kind of seemed like it messed up the Phillies bats, but these guys just, they don't scare me whatsoever. Um, you know, it, it, I think this is a great spot to whoops, um, go Sunny Gray. Um, you know, like Dean is too easy. Like the pricing on the slate is too easy. Like you can, 
you could double barrel pitching and, and get everything that you want um, on this slate. So like, there's not even like an offense that I love that's like super expensive. Like maybe the Dodgers, but like yeah. you know, you're you're hoping a lot of lefty lefty comes through there. So there's not an offense that I love today. So I feel like it's really easy just to you know stack the Boston Baltimore game, stack Cincy, you know, stack Oakland, and like pay up at pitching. Get, hey, some, get some Giants in there, baby. Let's get some Giants in there. Like yeah. We got, I mean, we got Bart. We have uh, Slater leading off. Scrimsky's a kind don't of don't forget of about thing. Wilmer Flores, man. Wilmer bangs lefties. Yeah, he, yeah I, like, he's like two five on Fanduel. It's like, oh yeah, he he makes things work. If you want to play Bieber over there, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he's my first baseman in my shell lineup right now. And that's kind of like Keith. It's like it's almost not fair, but like Gaussman, we we love your price. We appreciate what you've been doing. We, we're watching you. Not a great matchup, you know, against the Angels. I don't think we line up just yet, but pretty contact heavy. You know, Trout, Puos doesn't strike out much. Lestella doesn't strike out much. Adele, you want to see popping up there. He's been striking. He's been overmatched from what I've seen so far in the majors. Big prospect, obviously. Hopefully, he gets there one day, but not today. Uh, that's the issue with Gaussman. Is like there's not that many bats I have to pay up for. Gaussman's fine, but I also think he's outclassed when you compare him against these other guys. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm definitely going to be underweight on Gaussman. Uh, Trout, Rendon, two of the top hitters in baseball. The lineup doesn't strike out that much. Um, I, I do appreciate Gaussman's skills, and I think he's he's really turned a corner since the end of last year. Uh, but I'm I'm going to be underweight today. That splitter, I think it was a splitter he had working last game. It was absolutely ridiculous. He just kept swinging and missing, missing every single time. I think Semyon got up for a homer or something like that. Otherwise, it was just a super impressive performance. Uh, any other pitch? Like, my, my, my pitching pool is really thin. Uh, Jose, the way Brios is just, I mean, I know his Milwaukee lineup is bad. Uh, Brios just, I mean, it doesn't matter who's standing there. They think he's pitching against himself sometimes. He just, just walks so many dudes. We know the skills there, but I don't think he's quite put it together. Woodruff's another guy, you know, he's got a good arm. I don't know how much I want to pick on Minnesota. I don't, I don't know how much I have to. But, like, there's really nothing else here. I mean, Eovaldi, maybe. You catch him on the right night against Baltimore. That Baltimore lineup's better. But it's still in the backload of it's pretty awful actually today. I, I don't know how much beyond uh, Keith, as far as the guys we talked about them expanding. If you're rolling out sixty lineups, sure, I guess you work in some Woodruff. I guess you work in a pinch of Barrios. But otherwise, I, I, I can't get excited about much else. Yeah, Woodruff would be the other guy for me. Uh, I think another guy that's taken a step forward from last year. He he looks like a legitimate ace at this point. Uh, Minnesota, as you mentioned, obviously a scary offense, uh, but his stuff is taking steps forward and, and I think Woodruff is, is turning into a trace. So I'm, I'm going to sprinkle in some Woodruff. Yeah. Stevie, your thoughts on Woodruff, your, your thoughts on anybody else that might be worth talking about, or it's a pretty uh, tight core as far as your pitchers. Uh, Barrios can win you a tournament. Like, you know, I, both pitchers in that game, like the Milwaukee, Minnesota game, both of those guys can win you a tournament. So like, if you're playing a bunch of tournament teams, like they're both going to be under 10% own, um, you know, Barrios against that Milwaukee team. The Milwaukee lineup is just outside of a couple guys, just really, really bad. So like Barrios can win you a tournament if his stuff is on. Um and Woodruff has pitched really well and nobody's gonna play him against Minnesota. So like, you know, those guys can win you tournaments, but yeah, like I had some love for um Trevor Williams on the podcast this morning, and like I still don't hate the spot for him. Good ballpark. Um, this offense has been very underwhelming this season, but like you just don't need him today. Like that that's yeah. my my only issue. Like I, I think like there's a road that you say Kikuchi pitches well um against the Dodgers, but like you just don't need him today. Like there's just so many cheap bats that I like, you know. We we were kind of laughing about the Giants, but like I love the Giants today. Like when the news came out that Suarez was going to try to go a little bit in this game and it wasn't going to be like Andresi and then the bullpen, like I instantly shifted to like, in the, you know, this, this spot for the Giants. So um, I, I think it's a good spot. You know, the Angels bullpen. Andresi's probably going to be the guy that comes in and works like two or three innings after Suarez. And like he is a guy that can pitch well. But like the rest of that bullpen is really bad. You know, you look into the bullpen stats on that that Angels team and they're really, really bad. So um, as much as we were kind of laughing about it, Dean, like the Giants hitters are so cheap. And like you mentioned, Bart at catcher now, a catcher under 3K, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Narrative Street is first game in the majors. What what what, uh, what, what teams have you bought so far? Are you, are you buying some hats on the fly right now? What have you bought? Um, Hold on. I had I, I closed it. You, um, I, I, I did was... a Google search. As you're, I did a Google search on like the 25 most fun like minor league names or whatever. Uh, the isotopes, <laughs> are the isotopes still a thing? Because, you know, there was an homage to the Simpsons. 
I don't know. I'm sure no. the chat will throw. I think I have an Isotopes hat. Okay. I think. I, you think it used to be the Marlins affiliate, but I, I don't think it is anymore. No, the Montgomery Biscuits, that... of course. I do have the Biscuits hat. Yeah. The uh, the Canapolis Intimidators, of course, we all know about Canapolis. The they're known for their uh, the power bats. <laughs> What's crazy is I have like three or four minor league hats on the ground next to my desk. Um, not only like so, yeah, a lot of lot of minor league hats. Number one on this board, by the way, for for what it's worth, uh, I'm not going to bore you. Is the uh, the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs? That's the number one team on the board according to this list. There you go. Oh yeah, the Albuquerque Ice Topes. They're they're a thing. Oh, they're a Dodgers affiliate now. There you go. Shout out to the Ice Topes. Good job. Uh, the Las Vegas Fifty Ones, of course, the area Fifty One. All right, we'll move on. Summarize pitching, Keith. Uh, for me, it's it's all about the top range. Uh, I'm going to be overweight on Bieber, Gray, Lamette, and Kershaw. Um, if I'm looking for a little savings, it's Woodruff. I'm probably going to stay out of the low range. Uh, so really, it's it's pay up for pitching tonight, and then I'm going to find value in my bats. All right, that's a good segue because finding value in your bats, and I see a question in chat, which is good for you, Keith, because I'm only making so many lineups tonight. Uh, and they're asking about, you know, I'm excited about Joey Bart. We're all excited about Joey Bart. I'm not sure if the field is. I assume it's a more educated field than it was like five years ago as far as playing DFS. He's 2.6K on DK. He's batting sixth, you know, uber prospect. Uh, Keith, how how much are you willing to go all in on? Or like what, what ownership percentage would you have if you MME uh, a guy like Joey Bart, a, a catcher? Or is you one of those guys like whatever my stack is, that's my catcher? What's your thought process here? Yeah, I, I love to stack the catcher in my in my stack, so I'm not going to have 100%. Right now we're showing his ownership at 4%. That's going to come up as yeah. we get closer to lock. Um, I I would be 10 times – I mean, I'd, I'd feel comfortable putting Barton probably 40%, 50% of my lineups. I mean, the, the, the value is too good. He has immense power. This is, a, this is a top prospect. The price is right. I'm all in. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think Severino and Vasquez are kind of sort of so interesting. If you want to just be different, you know, we have the money. We talked about playing a guy like Gaussman. You can open it up. If you want to set up on catchers, it's not the most elite of catchers, but two of the better catchers on this slate from a skill perspective. Uh, Stevie, I assume uh, you're on Team Bart. Tell me otherwise for like your standard like optimal lineup. But what are we doing for tournaments? Um, listen, I probably will have Bart on at least two of my three teams on DraftKings. Um, I'm stacking Oakland, so I want to see like who's catching for Oakland. Like Sean Murphy. Uh, Sean Murphy. So like I'm gonna play Murphy in my Oakland stack. Um, so like he'll be my other guy. Nobody likes to hit her batting ninth. Um, but Sean Murphy is a guy that can bang out a home run or two. Um, so yeah, I think that um, you know, Murphy is someone that I like. I I originally liked Cisco a lot. He's not in the lineup. Severino's in the lineup. So like if you're gonna pay up, I think he's your option. Um like Severino batting fourth against Eovaldi. There's a lot of home run upside there, but it's such a great day to pay down. There's so many like you have Carson Kelly, you have Joey Bart, Austin Barnes. Um there's a lot of catchers on the bottom end. Um Joe Odom, minimum salary against Kershaw. Joe Odom? Yeah, batting ninth, you know, for Seattle, you know. Okay, <laughs> I don't think I, I, I don't know if I'm aware of Joe Odom. Is is he new to baseball? There's an awesome Thai restaurant by us called Odom, but uh, outside of that, I, I don't know who Joe Odom is. All right, fair enough. Uh, Bo Taylor is a person uh, that, that's playing catcher tonight for Cleveland, uh, but yeah, it's it's just a gross position, and maybe all the ownership just shuffles the Bart. I mean, people might just play, might just play Bart because he's the cheapest guy. They don't know who he is. He's like 2.6K. You know, we talk about Joe Odom, but like who wants to pick on Kershaw? Batting ninth at home, he might only get like three legit at-bats. All right, catcher's gross. Let's move on to catcher. Catcher, first base, which is also kind of sort of gross. Stevie, what are we doing at first base? Listen, you're not playing Joey Votto. I'm so excited that Joey Votto is batting leadoff today that I don't <laughs> have to play him in my stack because I can go two through six instead. Um, so – I love uh, Nunez at first base today. Eovaldi's a guy that gives up a lot of home runs to both sides. Nunez is a guy that's shown a ton of power um, against righties and lefties. The Red Sox bullpen is trash. So I like Nunez and Wilmer Flores a lot today. And you obviously can play Flores at second, but kind of fits in some builds at, you know, first base as well. So, you know, those are the two guys that I'm mainly focused on. Um, Mitch Moreland, I think I have him on one of my teams that I built. Uh, because I do love, I love the Red Sox Baltimore game. 
Yeah, my first baseman uh, that I'm looking at right now is Wilmer Flores. Uh, I'm both DK and on Fanduel. Fanduel, I think he's two five. DK is three eight. You can also throw him at second base if you'd like. Uh, Carlos Santana, don't mind him. Not a great ballpark, but like again, it's not a lot of options. The Dodgers are pretty interesting for stacks. So Bellinger and Muncie, the lefty on lefty versus Kikuchi. Who knows how long he's going to go coming back from the IL? Uh, and again, you're locked in for nine innings, no matter how poor the game is going or how bad the game's going. By the way, did anybody catch Muncie's ejection yesterday? Completely absurd. Huh, whatever. Somebody in chat probably knows that they felt my pain, but it was a ridiculous. He got a, he just like just mumbled something, and like nobody's even there. The it's like an um show. Oh, whatever. All right, we'll move on. Keith, first baseman, get me out of my little rant about Muncie. <laughs> um, I like Moreland up at the top. Uh, Otani as well. Uh, we talked about that bullpen in uh, San Francisco. Uh, Nunez is a great play. I'm I'm on Baltimore a little bit as well. Uh, Flores, the Giants are are going to be one of my highest on stacks. I'm all over Flores. Uh, I like Christian Walker as well, right there in that same price range. Uh, I'm on Arizona a little bit today too. Yeah, C- CJ's brother Kevin Crone, he was leading off the other day. He's 2.2k on DK. If you need salary yeah. savings, uh, he's got some power to spat. You know, we'll get, it's not a great ballpark, obviously, but he's 2.2k. You can't be too picky. And you know, again, if you want to spend up in other spots, I, I and Walker, like you said, Walker's got plenty of pop too. Arizona collectively as a team. For whatever reason, it's just Very really cheap. priced down. Yeah. yeah, like that. That's a cheap stack you can make work with double barrel. I'm assuming you were kind of hinting, hinting at it before, Keith. Is that one of the teams you have your eye on? Like stack Arizona with two great pitchers, and like Absolutely. it's not that hard. Yeah. Yep. Uh, not that Manaya like you have to pick on, but like they can certainly he can give up free homers. That's definitely in play, and there's some legit bats in that lineup. Uh, Keystone position, Keith. Uh, second base. Open up second for us. Nice. Uh, Kettle Marte is the top play on the board for me. Um, I don't mind Tommy Lestella, Mike Moustakis. Uh, you can play Flores at second as well. That, that price is is too cheap. Um, Cronin worth way down at the bottom. Stevie's guy, but I uh, definitely like him. Uh, Kike Hernandez against the lefty. Yeah, that's what I currently have right now. I'm always a little bit cautious about the guys getting pinch hit. He's one of those guys that could potentially get a hook if uh, if a righty comes in there, but you know, you never really know. He can get there in his first at bat, and you're like, well, why didn't I roster him? So, you know, I never guessed that right. But he's definitely in the conversation for uh, if I need some salary savings. Uh, Hernandez at what, 3.4K, no issues with that. Stevie, second base, uh, again, kind of a gross slate. Can you make a, what, what do they say, a, a lemonade out of lemon, what's lemons? Yeah, there you go. I think it's the saying. That's the kid's saying? Something like that. Make some lemonade. Yeah, I like I like Moose in my Cincinnati stack. I think that Wainwright has some regression coming. Um, talked really in depth about it on the morning grind today about like how some of the numbers just don't line up for him. Uh, Flores, we talked about him, but like I, I like Cronenworth and Chad Pender on the cheaper side. Um, I love Chad Pender against lefties. I like Oakland today. They're a stack that's coming in around like seven percent team ownership wise. Um, and then like on FanDuel, I have some Alberto, um, you know, in, in my Baltimore stacks, like he's not in my Baltimore stack on DraftKings. I think he's a little too pricey, um, opportunity cost wise. So Jake Cronenworth, man, 2.5 K like Dean, you, you talked about like your, your second base cash game. Like Cronenworth is the easy cash play. Dean don't, don't overthink this. I like might, this yeah. guy, he just hits like he just hits. That's all he does. Like, Ever since he got called up, like he had a bat in his hand, and the people were throwing baseballs, and he just kept hitting them. Like that, that's all he does. So I still can't embrace um, that last name. It's just I, I have a bias against him. It's just, like <laughs> the guy. Like honestly, like oh man, I think he had a couple games against the Dodgers where he didn't hit the ball. But like outside of that, the guy is just like his contact rate and everything is just crazy high. So um, he he's awesome. And Kyle Gibson is a good pitcher, and um. Like, I get that. I just – I feel like this is the spot, like, to play Cronenworth. I'm going to pull it up really quick. Look, uh, I'm putting Devin to work here. Cronenworth's um, contact rate is 85.2% with 54.3% hard contact. It's a small sample K. size. What's the Who sample? cares? He's just hitting. That's all Who, he's doing. I'm going to keep hitting. Derek Carty cares. He'll tell you in 25 minutes. He needs Derek Carty's going to tell you that Cronenworth's just hitting too. <laughs> He needs to Listen, see 9,937 more bad do you know? Events. Do you know how excited I was to see Cheese Good had um, Cronenworth as a core play today? Like, oh, that that's that. where it's at, Dean. Like, everybody jump on board. Welcome to my train. 
and that's specific to DK, I would imagine, right? Because it is. Just, uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, just I haven't looked on FanDuel. Yeah. Um, and by the way, you mentioned Pinder. Over under, how many bats is Pinder going to get today? Two and a half. That's he only my needs problem. one, Dean. Only needs one. Well, no. I mean, I, I like opportunity. That's the most. Um, no, nope, just need... I like the guys to get five at bats, not the guys to get two at bats. I like the guy that's like two percent, three percent owned in my Oakland stack. That's that's what I like. That is gonna bang out a home run. They're gonna they're gonna keep guys on the on the bench because they're up by so much. So, uh, give us a final thought here, Keith, as far as second base, and then feel free to open up third. I don't really have anything else at second. <laughs> um, yeah, it's I like Marte a lot at the top. I mentioned that. Uh, he's he's 4k that he's coming in a little bit below Mustakis. so um if you're not going cheap with Cronenworth I think it's Marte yeah and what what's your thoughts as far are you a sample size guy like I, I'm I, what's your uh you somewhere between Stevie and Cardi like, like most people are I imagine yeah I'm somewhere know. in the middle uh Cronenworth <laughs> was a decent prospect coming up though so I I think he's he's pretty legit I think he's. You tell him. Tell him, Keith. <laughs> tell him he hits the baseball. That's all you got to do in baseball. You got to hit the damn baseball. He's just really cheap. That's what I know. So like that's good enough for me. And I think he sticks around for the entire game. And the position kind of stinks. So if I'm not playing one more at second, I, I might play Cronenworth and save some salary. Uh, you sold me. Uh, I, I'm on board with that. Uh, third base, hot corner, Keith. Who's jumping out for you? Uh, Devers up there at the top in a great matchup in Baltimore. Um, Jose Ramirez, you can always play Rendon in that uh, San Francisco ballpark. Uh, tough matchup against Gossman, but we talked about the bullpen. Uh, Suarez, I like against Wainwright. Um, let's see here. I like Turner, uh, moving down a little bit, like the price on him. Uh, cheap guy I'm on is Evan Longoria. We've talked about Giants already a couple times. I, I love the Giants tonight, and uh, you can play Nunez over here as well. Uh, Devers is an interesting case because he's egregiously underpriced on Fandle. Uh, on DK, he's like appropriately appropriately priced at five four, but Fandle, I want to say, is like two seven or two eight. Uh, like I, I don't know what his ownership's going to be over there, but it's going to be huge. It's going to be a big number for sure, and he, he probably isn't the highest scoring third baseman. Who is it going to be? I don't know. Probably not Devers. Uh, I'll take the field over Devers. I just don't know who it's going to be out of the field. Uh, Stevie, your thought, Devers? You're, you're a Boston guy. Is he, is he your play today, or you have somebody else at third? No, he's the guy on FanDuel. It's like him and Verdugo are like way underpriced on FanDuel. Like, um, like those are two of the most mispriced guys on the slate over there. But, um, I, I like, man. So like, I like Suarez in my Cincinnati stack. Um, I like Rio Ruiz in my Baltimore stack. I think Evan Longoria is super cheap, uh, batting fourth. Like, if you're on the Giants, so I think it really comes down like third base to me. It's all about roster construction today. I think there's a lot of good plays. You have Justin Turner at the top. Um, so, like, Matt Chapman at the top. There's a bunch of great plays. So, for me, I think third base is really going to come down to more of, like, who my main stack is on that team. And, like, that's probably who I'm going to end up at third base. And, like, there's – I think two of my three Fanduel teams have two third basemen on them. So, um, I think third base is a really strong position today. Yeah, amongst uh, a lot of positions that are kind of sort of shaky, uh, I don't disagree. It's a little more loaded. I, I feel like we've neglected Cleveland to some extent. We've kind of given a little bit of love, but Cleveland, a bad ballpark, and like Williams is the guy you don't necessarily want to go out of your way to pick on. He's one of those, for me, like I don't want to roster him. I don't really want to pick on him. It's one of those games that's happening in a forest, but I don't know if it makes a sound, that kind of thing, where it's like a 4-3 or 5-4 and like, nothing really eventful happens, but. Uh, you know, on this slate, there's not a lot going on. I don't mind some J-Ram, maybe stacking up with Lindor. And, of course, we know Reyes has plenty of pop as well, too, in the outfield. All right, let's jump back to shortstop. Stevie, open it up for us. Sorry, I was looking at fun facts on Jake Cronenworth. Um, shortstop. Like, did you know, like, he's played a lot of first base this year, too? I didn't realize that. Um, shortstop, like – the shortstop's easy, right? Like, how many times can I play Fernando Tatis Jr.? Like, <laughs> he's the hottest hitter. Like, he's just – he's hitting everything hard. Um, Like, so, like, he's a guy that, like, if you're not paying up for him, like, there's a lot of opportunity costs at shortstop today. Uh, there's a lot of cheap bats across um, every position. Like, if you want to pay down, I like Nick Ahmed um, against Sean Manaya. Uh, Nick, Nick Ahmed, like, hits lefties really well. Um, might only get like two at bats against the lefty, which is kind of worrisome, but they won't like pull him. Um, so like you'll still get at bats. You just won't get 
like left-handed quality at bats. So um, I'm paying up for Tatis as much as I can. Marcus Simeon and Oakland stacks. Um, but yeah, I think this is a day to get as much Tatis as possible. My uh, my current shell lineup on DK does not have to tease. I'm a little bit concerned about that, but we do live in the world with salary cap. You know what I'm spending up in our spots, so uh, I love him. I think he's awesome. Uh, if I have, if I can make it work, I'm gonna do my best to make it work. And of course, we're not at zero percent of him. Uh, how much are you prioritizing uh, Tatis there, Keith? And uh, if not Tatis, where else are you going? Yeah, it's gonna be Tatis for me. Um, I, a pretty strong priority. This guy, 20 years old, just looks like he's the next. I'm Mike Trout. I mean, he's going to be in that, in that level along with Juan Soto. Um, he's the guy for me. You can always play Lindor. You touched on Cleveland. I don't love the park or the matchup for them, but uh, you can always play Lindor. Uh, Bogarts is the guy with the great matchup up here at the top. Uh, if you're looking cheap, I like both the Dodgers guys, uh, Chris yeah. Taylor and Kiki Hernandez. You can both play a shortstop. That's who I currently have. I think one of those guys or both of those guys in my shell lineup currently, but uh Things do change after uh, after we get uh, off the show for sure. I'm trying to see if anybody else is kind of cracking the lineup for us. Sogard batting six. It's weird. I feel like we see Sogard either leading off or batting ninth. He's batting six today. Just thought that was a Dean. Okay. Yeah. As much as you are talking about like at bats, like how how do you have the Dodgers guys like Kiki and Taylor like prime pinch hit like guys like you you. Preaching the bat at bats over here, I'm a like hypocrite. I you too like a righty, a righty comes in and Chris Taylor's up with guys on like Corey yeah, Seager's man. getting the call like go get my lefty that's mashing the ball this year like it's Dave Roberts he pinch hits more than anybody in baseball like yeah I, you're not wrong you're not wrong I'm and just, like, I'm I, just I trying to I, I'm you're trying to help right a friend out that's all I'm just trying and to help a buddy out might only go like four innings and like you know we might see a righty for Kiki a second at bat like that's possible. Uh, Second at yeah. bat, he probably hits. Yeah, well, yeah, he probably sticks around. Um, but yeah, it, it's definitely a concern. And like Jock is lurking. You know, the Jock and Seager are two big power bats. You know, the Dodgers uh, have a better bench than most, especially today. So it's it's something that I've considered. Maybe I didn't consider enough, but uh, you know, you got me. Uh, let, let's move on. Hey, to listen, Devin just summed it up perfect. Friends don't let friends ignore pinch hit risks. Like <laughs> you were trying to help me out, I'm trying to help you out. Friends don't let friends play Jokic either. So, like, we're we're oh, just all Jokic trying to. Great. Why wouldn't you bet for the Jokic? He is a great real life basketball player. He is a terrible DFS play. Anyway, oh. who who do you like in outfield, Dean? <laughs> um. Yeah. So, tell me about this. JD Martinez. He had dehydration the other day. Is Yesterday. He... Yeah. Is he is he properly hydrated tonight? Like I'm I'm a little concerned about it. Like um yeah. you know, I, I think that on top of like his hitting woes right now, paying fifty six hundred for a guy, it's really tough like to like you could do it. I obviously I think you can do it um like in your stacks because he's just such a great hitter in general, but like how do you justify playing him over like Mookie Betts or Mike Trout? Um, like I know Gaussman has pitched well, but Mike Trout's the best hitter in baseball. So like how how do you argue that? Um or, or like going down, like my boy Santander is the best oh, player on the slate. So Santander is awesome. Yeah, he's just raking. He had two homers off Scherzer the other day. And between those two home runs, he tried to he tried to uh, bunt for a base hit. He doesn't know how good he is. Uh yeah, I, I like him a good bit today against Evaldi. He's definitely in the conversation. I think uh, is it Mister Steal Your Girl, uh, the flirter Jesse Winker is he's a yeah he's batting third three point four k that's an underprice and Trent Grisham a three point one k on DK specific like both those prices are really really good which makes it tricky because maybe I don't have to spend up for Danny Martinez and I should delegate some funds to uh, one for Dano Tatis at shortstop that's kind of the dilemma I'm at now it's kind of going back and forth and that if you can kind of piece together my lineup you see what's going on there. Uh, Keith, jump jump in here. Uh, let's in a vacuum. Do you have JD Martinez, or do you have, or or do you have uh, Tatis? I understand different positions, but you understand the concept. In a vacuum, Tatis. Yeah. All right. I'm so, with him. Yeah. So, some outfielders you like, Keith? Um, Trout and Betts up top. Um, I like Yelich today against Barrios. I, I like Barrios as a pitcher, but Yelich um, on the correct side of the platoon is is going to have an opportunity to showcase some power. Um, as, as a tournament one-off or even in my giant stacks, I'm definitely not leaving out Mike Yastrzemski. Um, this guy has crushed lefties and if he doesn't get the lefty, he's going to have a couple chances against a, a bad bullpen. So I'm going to have plenty of Yastrzemski. 
Um, you mentioned Grisham. I really like for cheap and Winker as a value. Um, well, let's throw in the conversation uh, Albert Clifford, AC Slater, Austin Slater, 3.2K. I think he's interesting as well, leading off. Uh, amongst those three, Grisham, Slater, and Winker, can you rank those? Um, for cash, it's going to be Grisham, I think, first, and then Winker, and then Slater. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm kind of going back and forth. I think Grisham's my favorite amongst those three. Winker's one of those guys, Cincinnati is one of those teams, they will swap guys in and out, and he may get the hook if a lefty comes in. Uh, Steven, you have a thought as far as those cheapies, Grisham, Winker, or Slater? Um, Man, like I think they're all really good plays. I think it'd be Slater, Grisham, Winker, all really strong. Like all, all three of those guys are in lineups that I built, so uh, I like all three of those guys. Yeah, it's, by the way, you just haven't picked any Minnesota guys. Just sort of throwing it out there. We, I know we don't we like Woodruff, but there is some. There's plenty of pop in that team. Here's uh, a prediction for you, uh, Yelich. You said he's going to walk his first at bat. Just put it in the books. Yelich walk, maybe on five pitches, maybe four, probably five. He's going to throw one strike on three of, and he's not going to swing because the rules. Um, I also really quick. I, I think we should. I already mentioned it kind of, but Verdugo is way too cheap on Fanduel. Yep. Is he good, or we don't know yet? He's been good. He was good with the Dodgers last year. Um, mm. Like I, I, I don't see a reason not to think that. Like we shouldn't be paying. What is it? Um, Two point seven k for the leadoff hitter against uh, Wojcicki. Yeah. Like in that Baltimore bullpen. Like you know, if he's good or not. Like you're, you're still getting a guy that's probably going to get five at bats um, in one of the highest totals on the slate. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we're up against the clock. Let's talk about some stacks. Stevie, give me a few stacks you like, and maybe a, a dude or two that's going to bang out a homer. Um, Baltimore, Boston, obviously, I already kind of said that. But uh, I like Oakland and Cincy. Um, you know, for home runs, give me Moustakis, Nick Ahmed, and Santander. I got to take my guy. All right, Keith, see that. See those stacks, see those homers, and raise them. I'm uh, stacking up San Francisco. I'm stacking up Arizona. I, I do like Baltimore as well and Cincinnati as well. Um, to hit He's going to bang run, on a homer. Uh, Evan Longoria. There you go. Uh, stay tuned for crunch time. Crunch time next with uh, Cardi, with Tuttle and Roth. Cardi will tell you about all the sample sizes you need to hear about. By the way, uh, if you guys are premium members, of course, that shows are premium members only here at RG. But uh, we've added stacks to what we have, like our rankings as far as our favorite players by positions. Now we uh, individually – we're adding our favorite stacks to, I believe, myself and Keith and Cheese and a few other people's participated uh, that we just rolled out uh, today. All right, we got to go because that was, uh, you know, it's it's 520 in Tennessee, 620 in the East Coast, 320 in the West Coast, which, of course, means it's time to leave. That was Keith. That was Stevie. I was Dean. This was definitely baseball. We're out of here. Holler. Holler.